to our beautiful deep community, I want to assure you the deeper is going nowhere and the same incredible content will be released every week, but now through Arise. It is going to be less trauma heavy and more inspirational, uplifting, but it will still challenge and push you to grow. For all your deeper episodes, they are still available every fortnight. You can still get your deep hit with the deeper subscription. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It, it was it was mind blowing to us that yeah, to learn that God was a good Father and that He loved us, and even when we make mistakes and that. So, a huge it's been a huge, actually a huge thing for us to to realize that. Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is The Deep. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I work and live and recognize their continuing connection to land, water and community. I pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. This is the third and final part of our series on Gloria Vale. If you want to hear Faithful's story, go back and listen to part one and two. Today we're going to discuss all things integration. After being born into a religious cult, what is it like to go to the supermarket, a public pool, a new church? How do you make friends? This is eye-opening and jaw-dropping. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Deep again. Thank you. We um, had such a robust conversation and you left me thinking so many things, wondering so many things. Are you happy if we talk a bit today about transitioning from a cult into mainstream life? Yeah. Can we start with your name? Your name is very unique. Faithful? Faithful Disciple. Correct. And you said that that's your birth name and that's your legal name. That's right. Did a lot of the other people in the cult have like names, you know, like similar type names? Yes. Um, that was That was quite a theme. So you'd have... Vigilant, stand true, and oh, wow. <laughs> all sorts of yeah, very much that. My dad's original name was King, um, and he changed that to Disciple, the surname. When you're like going through or or, or giving your name to someone somewhere in a business, you know, exchange or something, and you say, my name is Faithful Disciple. Yeah. Do people question that? How is that received? Um, well, here in South Canterbury, New Zealand, they've gotten reasonably familiar with um, the fact that if you say your name's 
something like that, they'll go, you're, you're from Gloria Vale, aren't you? Oh, wow. So it's understood. Yeah, there's quite a few of us in the South Canterbury area. And, of course, on the West Coast, everyone sort of knew <laughs> knew of Gloria Vale and, and those names. Um, but I have now I've been I went into to buy something and I was they asked me if I wanted to get a warranty or something and they said oh we'll need your name and I said faithful disciple and and you said that I saw the the girl at the <laughs> counter sort of giggle and the guy said you know when they ring up they're going to ask you if this is your name <laughs> you're like yep (laughs) yep i'm used to it (laughs) yeah um it is yeah it's one of those things most people sort of look at you and then go oh you're from that (laughs) yeah all your children also have similar type names yeah well the the first five had yeah those different sort of names um with the I had three boys at the end and um, I just called them John, Peter and Thomas. So, Did you really? <laughs> you got the most stock standard names. Yeah, I I was kind of, by the, by the time I was naming them, I was kind of over some of the, um, yeah, the extravagances of how the place was going. Would you ever consider changing your name? Yeah, sort of, that's a, conversation that we've started having now but it is it's quite tricky um Mm. there's there's more to it than meets the eye um i mean one of the one of the key things is so you know sort of it gets tiring you know always being connected to glory vale yeah and because because there was because i had so much abuse there it brings back a lot each time um Every time you say your name to someone new, it starts a conversation. Yes, like a bit of a wound. You're revisiting it and picking at it every time you say it. Okay, so changing the name is potentially on the cards. What was it like when we discussed a little bit about your job, but what has it been like learning things like, it it would have been so overwhelming, you know, learning things like, internet and email and that there are places like facebook and instagram and it's it's a it's a it's a lot it's very dense how do you deal with technology uh we started um because the first thing we got when we left was phones which we'd never had phones before in our lives Mm. and um you know sort of it was Oh, the first three months, we were just learning a couple of new big things each week. Yeah. And and sort of, uh, you know, we'd managed to, I got my wife to collect out all of our birth certificates and um, IDs before everything that they had in the office before we left. So we were able to, you know, create bank accounts and, um, there was a lot of support that we had to get from people, um, mainly from the Glory of Our Levers Support Trust. They're excellent people and really dedicated to helping us on that journey. But yeah, mm. it was a very, 
it was a very slow step-by-step process. We were exhausted all the time from learning just new things. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So what are some of the other things that I guess we would all take for granted that you had to fast track your knowledge on? Well, <laughs> the first thing was going and buying groceries at a supermarket. Yeah. Overwhelming. That That's was, full on. That was so, I mean, I, I, I was so, yeah, I couldn't go in. I sent loving in and someone saw her sort of like struggling, obviously wandering around and, and this lady came over and said, look, I'll help you through with your shopping. Um, yeah, we had to ask the people at the county, you know, how, how do you use this card? <laughs> I've been, I've got this card. I don't know what to do with it. Just tell me. Oh, wow. So even paying for things with an FPOS or credit card, you're, yeah. you have no idea how to never, activate never done the machine. It no, it's, it's, it's shocking because so much of that would have been confronting over and over again, more like you realize how disconnected you've been your whole yeah. life. Oh, there's, there's a huge amount of that where, um, I had explored, uh, a little more than a lot of people in glory Vale had, but, uh, it certainly was like, I was saying to people, it's sort of like dropping onto a different planet. Yeah, it's totally. Everything, the whole, the, the, your whole way of thinking has to change as well. <laughs> I mean, the first time I walked down the street and realised that I didn't stand out anymore. I wasn't wearing the blue. Yeah. Nobody, nobody was looking at me. And it was huge just to sort of like i'm just i'm just a person now i'm not nobody's even noticing me (laughs) when you leave and you haven't got any money or access to money or a bank or anything and you haven't started working with that um your new employee that was really kind where's your how do you get money is it the leaving association i got uh I got onto job seeker support um, pretty well as soon as we came out, which it still took a few weeks to process. Um, but we, yeah, there was the people just filled our house. Uh, you know, they, they found a house for us to rent. They filled it up with furniture and food. Um, people were turning up every um, evening with a cooked dinner for us. Um, there was, there was a lot of support from from just just everywhere not not just the glory of our leavers support trust although they sort of they sort of were in charge of organizing um a fair bit but they yeah it just came from everywhere so many good people was the housing still the person that you were working for as farmhouse or no so we spent like i think 9 days over on, in that house um, that was up until we decided that we were actually leaving. And then um, a house came up for rent. Uh, like, yeah, someone, there was people, the glory of our Leavers Support Trust have, have put the word out and said, if you've got a house coming up for rent, 
tell us because we might have people coming out right at the moment and you know and so they they'd helped um organize that so but a three-bedroom house for um 10 people is you know it's a tight fit Mm -hmm. but bigger than what we were used to and um all living in one room so (laughs) what about church now and your connection to god how has that changed or has it changed both my wife and i had a really strong faith in god um but a lot a lot of what we believed about god has changed um the god that's taught to you in glory vale is not a very kind father Mm. Um, and so it it was it was mind-blowing to us that to learn that god was a good father and that he loved us and even when we make mistakes and that so a huge it's been a huge actually a huge thing for us to to realize that um, going to church, well, yeah, that was that was quite something. We weren't going like obviously for the first few weeks we weren't going to church anywhere, because, sort of mainly because the old leader had like told us, you know, the the Pentecostals are this, they have these problems, the brethren are bad, the Baptists are evil, <laughs> and yes, just, uh, and. Um, and so we got invited because um, at Easter there was uh, it was a conference on at one Brethren Church, and so we got invited by some friends that we'd known from the coast that come to that, and uh, it was a huge shock to uh, to go. Is it? You know, you've had a certain kind of meeting and service your whole life. You've never experienced or seen anything else. And it was a big shock. <laughs> what would you, uh, it's hard to say, right? But Gloria Vale is a Christian based church, but it doesn't have, it's its own denomination, correct? Yeah. It sort of broke away from, from all the other denominations. So it doesn't identify with. Which one are you um, now with? Um, well, we're with a Pentecostal um, sort of sort of group in Ashburton now. Um, yeah, <laughs> once again, very different. But what we what we are finding is that wherever we go, yeah, we're sort of scared to go to another church. But then we get there, and the people are just so loving. So. Um, they're just not judging. They're just um, just so different from from what we had sort of expected. We're sort of always scared that we'll go somewhere and we'll find out that all that we'd been told about them is actually true. And that, but um, these people are really, really genuinely good, and they they reach out, they help, they pray for us. They, yeah, it's just been a real blessing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is a bit of a confronting question, but the modern society is very sexualized now. You know, and it's Mm. getting more and more so whether that's with music videos or what you see on Instagram or, you know, it's a lot. Has the way the world has evolved, well, I guess you don't know the evolution because you weren't a part of it, but what you have seen, does some of it feel very confronting and and sexualized? And how do you deal with that, especially with um, teen children? Yeah, well... (laughs) It is it is a bit worrying what I've what I've seen since coming out because I know um, how sexualizing, especially sexualizing young children, is extremely damaging and opens them up to um, abuse mm-hmm. and uh, to be exploited. So um, I'm quite you know I'm really sensitive about that. Um, my oldest girl is still not 16 yet so they we don't we're not giving them open access to stuff you know um that that i would think is reasonably normal you know they're um they need to because i think uh for me what i thought after growing up was that uh like in glory vale everything was just locked down everything was you know, you weren't allowed to have any access to anything at all. And you didn't, young people didn't, there didn't learn self-control. They didn't learn how to manage um, things. And so young people leaving there were really open to getting into addictions and stuff. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there's that point where we're, we're working with our teenage girls. We, give them a little bit of freedom. We teach them, we give them counsel and guidance and, you know, um, yeah, not, not trying to shut it off, but trying to teach them how to use it wisely. Yeah. It's a, it, it would be so strange when you haven't grown up with it or even learnt about it. You're learning with them, right? It's yeah. very different. Yeah. <laughs> like the first time you saw I don't know if it was on social media or TV, like sex scenes or, you know, uh, little bikinis on big boobies. Like what, are are you like, whoa, you know, are you like, holy shit, what is, what is happening here? This is the devil's work. Like, what do you feel? Uh, Yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely an issue there where in Gloria, like the women were, had to be covered from head to foot, you know, (laughs) and, you know, so, but I had to explain this. It's like, because we were so, um, well, the, the leader led by example, he always was commenting on people's bodies and crossing over all of those boundaries and lines. And so we just thought that was normal. And so Mm. we didn't learn that, you know, like, yeah, I I guess the first time I went to the pool and I stepped in the gate at the Geraldine pool and I just thought, 
Oh no. I don't I'm not I'm not able to handle this. <laughs> um what part is it that's overwhelming? Um yeah, I was worried that I might that I mean I just I was mainly worried like what I've, I I couldn't grasp, you know, how they could be there like that and and not be worried at all about me but I've realized since then you know and I've said to my girls when we go around to the pool you know we don't go around to the pool to um look at everybody's bodies we go there to swim you know and and that's that's the basis we go to the pool on you know everyone's there that they're bathing that's what we're doing it's and it's it was changing a lot of really bad mindsets for me um which was yeah it's been far more of a journey for me and my wife totally you are homeschooling eight children it's pretty much a mini school at your house yeah a a mini class i mean you don't really know any different but that would definitely come with its challenges what was the decision around homeschooling? Did you feel like you had more control over the transition or was it that you wanted to be in control of the learning or what was it for you? Um, yeah, there's a, there was a bit around that where um, so all our lives, you know, public schools, schools on the outside of, you know, they're, they're bad. They teach your children evil things. So don't ever send you. So, you know, you, you have a lot of those mindsets when you leave. Um, but for, for, for us, particularly, um, we felt like leading up to that time, we'd become just parents that got our kids up in the morning, took them to breakfast and then put them to bed at night. And that was all we had to do with them, you know, day in, day out. And we felt like, you know, we really wanted to be a part, you know, be a family and be a part of our children's education and everything. Um, Yes, it was quite overwhelming starting, you know, so what, uh, we had four four children of school age when we left and and a fifth one, you know, six months later. Mm. So, you know, and it was, so that was quite big, but um, my wife, had not particularly wanted to leave and she, so she had laid down some ground, you know, some boundaries. Yeah. And one of, one of them was that we were going to homeschool that we weren't just going to go and send our kids off to a, another school. So yeah, that's, that was sort of the basis and the thinking around it. Um, it's been, it's been quite a challenge. That's it's true enough, but um, yeah, it's been actually been, very good a good journey for all of us mm. how do you find the correct that's such a strange word to use but the correct peers for your you know time in life and and your family unit is it church friends or do you meet people at the pool or the park are you welcoming to uh non church goers like what's your take hmm yeah, well, I guess for me, I I had made friends on the outside before I left, <laughs> so so I did know a little bit about this. But um, 
yeah, I, I sort of, I went, I got that job. Um, I made friends with men there and there was a whole range of, you know, people. Um, we met up with other homeschooling families and we'd, um, yes, our kids would get together with them on play dates and stuff and um, go swimming at their place or whatever. And yeah, we've met, we've started to go to the pool more this season. Mm, <laughs> it was a bit mm. of a shock the first season, but I believe, um, yeah. Yeah. No, we've met people and it's sort of, we are out in a quite rural um, farming area. So not a lot of close neighbors yet, but um, we're starting to make connections slowly, but surely. Yeah. It's just sort of not, (laughs) I mean, like we, I guess we came from a place where you couldn't choose who you hung out with at all. You couldn't choose where or who you worked with or anything. So it, that in itself has been quite a, um, a journey for us and our mm. mindsets and, um, and figuring out who you like, right. And figuring out who's your cup of tea is also something you'd have to, well, there's, you know, um, well, I'm very, very sensitive to, you know, narcissists and boundary pushes. Yes. You'd be high, they'd high, be highlighted to you, right? From your experience. Oh, yeah. Really, really alert at any, any of those symptoms. And they just don't, you know, I don't share my address with them. I don't, you know, no, as I, I don't need people like that in, in my life. And that's been quite something to, I mean, it was sort of, I was worried how they might feel, you know. <laughs> what about, naughty things now that you have free choice and free will a glass of wine swearing i don't know all of the things that are sins are you exploring (laughs) like uh when loving and i go on a date now we'll we'll have a an alcoholic beverage you know one or so it's not something like I might have about two beers a year. <laughs> it's not something I'm going to get. Um, yeah, because I mean, realistically, I've got a big family. I've got a job. I've got, you know, there's just no time to muck around, you know. Um, yeah, so I, have, I haven't gotten into any of, of that. Um, yeah, there's there is certainly things that though that I have explored, I guess. What are some of those other sinful things that you now or will, I know it sounds silly when I say sinful, but I guess from your past life, things that were. I think everything was sinful, but pretty much to to us in Glory Vale. Can I ask you a really intimate question? Were you allowed to, like, you've got a big family, you're all now, do you and Loving have a different kind of intimate relationship because it's on your terms? Did that change? Like, not just sexually, but now you can be who you are, she can be who she is. Have you learnt so much more about each other? Yeah, well, (laughs) that, uh, I guess we started on that journey uh, about a year ago now 
um, when we we realised there was uh, when it was brought to our attention that we'd um, about the issue of consent, uh, there was yeah there was no such thing inside Gloryvale. You um, signed away your body to your partner and your choice and everything, and so. And it wasn't just, it wasn't that you just signed it away. It was that the teaching, the indoctrination that especially the wife was receiving um, those messages just strong and clear all the time that she was to never inhibit or say no or, you know, just just be there any time and every time, no matter what is asked of her. Wow. Is that, can, sorry, just a side note on that. Is that... Uh, ovulation like did they track that and was there a expectation in a certain time of the month and then the rest of the month you don't touch your wife or like how did they teach you when was the right time how do you know that um every time's the right time there was no the the leader was completely against any withholding of it you know whatsoever so so are you expected to do have intercourse every day i'll say this that um the wife having a period was no not supposed to be any barrier the even shortly after giving birth (gasps) expected to um yeah no that i know it's it's absolutely horrifying when you look back but so every day there was an expectation. Quite well, yes. Um, so it's actually the opposite now. You're probably looking forward to not being intimate, <laughs> just having free will around when you want to. A different kind of intimacy. Um, so although we slept together a, a lot, you know, we had never had time to just spend, you know, like we've gone off to um, Lake Tekapo booked away for a couple of days and just you know learned about each other and chatted and walked and talked and you just you've barely ever got any time to do those sorts of things um so we didn't actually know much about each other you know and so it's it's a different and deeper kind of intimacy um rather than just based on sex now it's uh, building a friendship and and this is the journey that we're on. This is the big thing at the moment that we're. That's what we're doing, is trying to actually go back and say now, how would we want our relationship to be, <laughs> if um if we'd never been in Gloryvale, you know? Wow, because it's it's a, it's a strange thing, isn't it? Because you're thinking, you know, Christianity would be more conservative sexual um expectations right Mm -hmm. which is i I guess another element of why it's so cult like or is a cult that's it's such a difference but then you get out and you get to choose and you get to be in the cult is adultery a no-no you're only allowed to be with your partner yeah so adultery is a a definite no-no um in the cult and mm-hmm. i i remember a uh a man leaving a number of years back over the, over 
that issue um, where he had committed adultery and he didn't love his wife anymore. So he left. Have you seen people that have left Gloria Vale that haven't adjusted, that haven't been able to deal with the trauma, that have reached for drugs, alcoholism, other ways to cope? Have you seen this or heard of this? There was, there's certainly been cases of that, um, which is why the Gloria Vale Leavers support um, really started up because, yeah, and there was in the earlier days, I guess it was more just young people leaving. And like I said, they were just absolutely ripe for falling into addictions. Um, they didn't have anyone to help them adjust into the society. So I do know of, I do know of young men and that that did go that way yeah yeah it's um such a huge conversation and so fascinating so fascinating and i don't think it'll ever not like you'll always be of interest to anyone that's lived in a normal upbringing you know because it's so unfathomable that this happened um You've answered so many questions for me. Is there anything that you're excited to do or explore, such as travel other countries? I don't know anything. Is there anything on your wish list post-cult? I'd like to study psychology. I've, I've watched and thought about people and learnt how people tick all my life, but, um, you know, my education stopped it. Um when I turned 15. So there's, there's some things there I'd really love to do. Um, I'm still finding out really who I am. That, that boy was erased really. Um, you, you do, you get erased. And like, I remember now that, you know, I used, I used to dream, and, and have lots of dreams and thoughts and things I'd love to do. And I had to, I had to shut all that down to just become a mindless robot to just work, produce. Yeah. And uh, sort of just finding out who I am. And I think I'm, yeah, I'm going to go do some hiking. Incredible. Incredible. You got dreams. You're going to be living your dreams. <laughs> yeah. I've flown a plane since I left and that was pretty awesome. (laughs) It's just the beginning. Faithful, I want to say a huge thank you for your time. You've been so generous with us. Will you leave any uh, links in the show notes of how people can support? Um, I know that the, what's the correct term for the Leavers Association, the Glory of Our Leavers Association? That's the Glory of Our Leavers Support Trust. Sorry. And if you want to support them, um, please do. And Faithful, thank you. Thank you so much. No, thank you for the being able to share this. Um, it's been quite a journey. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Deep. If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up by direct message on Instagram at What's The Deep. Thank you. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe here. Change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting. It's quirky. It's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you will hear some of these episodes and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.